All right, welcome back to another episode of Son of Bix and the Iceman. Um, I'm Sawyer here with Peyton. Peyton, what's up? What up? How's it going? Not too bad. Uh, haven't haven't seen you in a while, man. What's 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 new, dude? It's been a freaking minute. What'd you say? Jul- June seventh was our last pod. June seventh, but it's felt longer than that. It has felt way longer. So much has happened in that time. Like we're here at the end of July. Going into school. Life's, life's gotten busy, going into school. But life's gotten better, too. Life has gotten infinitely better, mm-hmm. 100%. So, what again, what have you been doing over the last month and a half? Dude, I had church camp the week of July 4th. I've been working like crazy. Got a couple different things relationally that are that are exciting. And, which is good. Which is very good, very healthy, and mm-hmm. you know, a whole lot to be grateful for. So, But been working a lot. Um, work's a grind. Work is a grind, you mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, but it's yeah, different it's from like the school grind. Yeah, yeah. I I I like the work grind because you know when I go home, I I get to focus on me after. But like You're making school, money. Yeah, well, yes, I'm making money, but at the same time, like I leave work and I'm like, I leave work at work, but like with school, I leave school and there's more school to do, like sure. your homework and. And, you know, projects and grading papers here soon enough. And, you know, it's... A real note, great place to be when you leave work at work. Like, you can't take... I think one thing that I've learned is you can't take work home with you because then you're burdening other people around you. So definitely definitely a great place to be. And as Um, future educators, like, that is really going to be a tough balance because, you know, growing up, we've always heard teachers be like, hey, like... (laughs) you're going to have to spend three or four hours a week at home grading papers and stuff. And I'm like, no, I really don't think I'm going to be doing that. Yeah. One, I'm going to try to mitigate like grading papers in general. Like, sure. I, I'm really going to try to not have busy work be like the focal point of my classroom. But at the same time, like, no, I, I will get that done quickly while I'm at work there. Yeah. You know, really off topic, but like, um, how do you feel about homework as an educator? Like, would you give out homework? Yeah. I think... I don't know if I would. I, I, I'm I, a big... I, I want things to build on themselves, and I, th- I think it can really build discipline. So... Sure. I, I think that there's a, there's a healthy balance between assigning things to assign things uh-huh. and, and there to be a purpose. And I, I think homework is beneficial for some kids because, you know, say they're not going to they're not going to be stellar on a test, but you know, they can, you know, they can take things home and work on them and, and you give them that time. So yeah. I, I have mixed emotions and I think it's going to be off the, the needs of the kids in my class, but I, I don't know. How about you? What do you think? <sighs> Younger kids, I could see it, but mm-hmm. also when they get older, I don't think I would give out, I would give out little to no homework because for me, they got other stuff to worry about. That's a good point. Other stuff. Um, with their relationships with their friends and their boyfriends or girlfriends or well then you got all your sports and extracurriculars after school sports clubs if you're in a youth group you know and like so i think one of those things is like you are locked in mentally eight hours at school Mm -hmm. i don't think you should have to do two more hours at home because that's like 10 hours a day and that's like yeah and when i say homework i'm i'm definitely not thinking an hours worth of work i, right. I think you know typing a paper at home builds character you sure know, you know 
grinding out a discussion post or something like that is is helpful but yeah i'm definitely not thinking obsessive amounts of work unless you're you're dilly dallying in my class but i am with you that's kind of my heart about that yeah i am with you though that it um it does build discipline it does build good habits and i think one of those things is like homework can it can build on itself which is good which kind of instills like just kind of like a, a framework for your class sure so i which i think is good but also like i personally me i got to around the end of high school and i mean i got all my homework done at school yeah and it was one of those things is if like i use my time wisely i mm-hmm. wouldn't have any homework yeah, which right. i think should be the motivation Absolutely. Well, and in and, and the digital age that we're in now, I think homework is going to look drastically different anyway. For sure. You know, even in the classes that I've been a part of so far, it's like teachers are using homework as a punishment. Which and, I don't think. I, I, I think it should only help. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. They're, I don't know. Their ideas on homework are just very backwards. But I don't know. Let's, what, like, what have you been up to recently? I talked about me for um, a second. A lot of work, um, which, uh, again, I told you in kind of our pre-show uh, discussion has been good because I'm one of those people where I like routine in my life. Absolutely. Um, but routine is draining. It's really mentally draining. Uh-huh. and uh, But it also gives me a set schedule of when I go to work, when I go to class, when I go to do my ministry in Westerville. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good... Routine is good, but also routine is a lot. And, yeah. You know, it can definitely be mentally, uh, can definitely impact your mental um, health. Uh, but it's been good uh, just getting back into it. And again, I think one thing that I've taken a lot of pride in as I've gotten older is making my own money. Absolutely. It's just a very prideful thing that I like doing and just saying that hey i woke up i clocked in i made that you know yeah well getting that paycheck at the end of the week or you know every two weeks or however you you know you get your 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 fix yeah um yeah there's something about you know i sacrificed to provide for myself or to provide for you know the people that i love and i don't know it it feels good Mm-hmm. feels super duper good. Yeah. I ultimately, and like, I've always kind of, you've just been such a grinder your whole life. Like, that's one thing that I've kind of looked up to you. In You're talking way. about Yeah, I'm talking about, like, no. Oh, you've, shoot. You've Thanks, been like, bro. You've been like, Thank you. you. I mean, it's, you've been just a huge grinder, and whether it's like through Honda or through Marion, like, you've just... You just never back away from a challenge and you just work your freaking butt off. Thanks, Which bro. is just like very like, it's like, it, like I wish everybody had a little bit of that. Thank you. Know you. what I'm saying? So, Man, I was in a, uh, wow. Yeah. Words of affirmation today are off the charts. Yeah, for sure. Feeling good. Um, So again, let's transition to um, some sports. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau. uh, Dude, what what a time to be a Columbus sports fan! For sure. Like, yeah, you you started you started right at the 
right at the right spot. You know, Literally. Jackets signing Johnny Goudreau last week. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Like, let's start there. You're right. Like, it's like, he picked us? Like, it's kind of like one of those things where you were kind of like, I think every Columbus Blue Jackets fan, because if I'm not wrong, he had offers from the Flyers. Uh, Calgary really wanted him back, obviously. Yep. Yes. He's... I mean, he was the premier free agent. He, he is a he is a top ten forward in this league, for a, sure. Top ten player in this league had 115 points last year with Calgary, um, a team that was really off the charts last year. Um, yeah, them and the Florida Panthers, man, they really took took the league by storm last year. Obviously, didn't go as far in the in the playoffs as they would have liked. Did uh, did Calgary win a playoff series? I don't think so. Okay. I, I want to say that they were kind of the, the first ones out and the right. rest. And I just, here's my thing. I It gets me excited as a Columbus Blue Jacket fan to know that guys want to play in Columbus. Absolutely. And it makes me want to put on that kepi over there. It makes me want to put on that the Union Blue hat. For sure. Like, And it's like one of those things where I think the stigma around Columbus is nobody wants to play there. Like, it's like... Why would these premier free agents want to go there? Yeah. And I think Line said in his because he he signed yep. four year extension. Yep. And uh, he was kind of like, I don't know why this. I'm paraphrasing, but I don't know why there's this stereotype that people don't want to play in Columbus. Yeah, it's it a, makes no sense. It's a great hockey town, and also. A very underrated sports city. Yes. You know? And it's an underrated city in general. For sure. You know, <laughs> Joe Kim Noah was noted saying how terrible Cleveland is and that, that no one ever goes to Cleveland on vacation. But, you know, folks, people come out of their way to come to Columbus. Like, Columbus has so many great things to offer, obviously, even outside of the university alone. Like, the infrastructure around the university and the way that the university is really provided for, you know, the surrounding areas. And then you've got areas like the short North and German village and, and Clintonville. Yeah. You've got so many, you know, up and coming areas. And I mean, I, I'm a realist. Columbus has got some less desirable areas and some suburbs that are, you know, mid. Sure. But this is a great place to, uh, to raise a family. And I, I think that's one of the things Johnny was, um, outspoken about is you know columbus is a place where i can i can raise my my children and 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 have a positive relationship with my wife and and all of that and i i I think that really that speaks volumes to not only the hockey community but the community in general that he would choose it over a place like philadelphia which is big and booming and in new jersey which is you know the same way and and all that. So well, the thing that Columbus, I feel like we lack, and it's not our fault, is we are not a huge hockey market sure. like uh, like Tampa's becoming because of all their recent success, and you know all these other like uh, Toronto, you know, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's one thing that even like uh, the Rangers, because they're New York and everything's everything's bigger in New York, I feel like. Yeah. So I think one one thing is like we and it's not our fault because like we are like just Columbus is Columbus and it's one of those where we like we're never going to be New York. We're yeah, never we're never gonna, gonna eclipse be, a major city like that. No, no. But I feel like the dudes who I mean Cam Atkinson went 
he was very he was very complimentary to Columbus. He was very I want to raise my he, family here. He still he still has a, a home here, and, and I know him and Johnny have a really good relationship, and and obviously Cam wore number thirteen in his time in Columbus, and sure, um, they had a really cool picture together on on Twitter and, and yeah. all that stuff. And so my next question is, what is the expectation <laughs> for the Columbus Blue Jackets this upcoming season, dude? It's still so early to tell, and. You know, guys on the radio were talking about it the other day. Is like, is just making the playoffs the goal, and 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 I I think that that is an that that needs to be the goal. Making the playoffs is 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 the expectation. It's playoffs or bust. And I I know that we had a um a down year last year, but with the young squad that we have going forward, um obviously our two superstars and in, in Patty Line and Johnny Goudreau, like. And good quality goaltending and and, and quality defensemen like this team is is looking good for the future if they can afford to keep you know guys like Cole Sillinger and Kent Johnson around and and um, you know Nick Blankenberg and and, and just a lot of these young guys that that are going to have really good promising careers going forward it's can they produce like they're supposed to and can we keep them around for sure I think um, another thing. I think we'll have to watch as Columbus Blue Jackets fans is Brad Larson mm-hmm. and is he the guy for the job? Well, and that's my thing. I don't know. I, I I think last year was kind of a weird year because I think he did the best he could with what he had. Absolutely, he we far leaps and bounds better than what we thought we were what be. we thought we were going to be. And even yes. like with like, and you got to think about dudes who are like they're inked for a while, like mm-hmm. Lorensky and Boone Jenner. Like I, my fear is let's say we don't make the playoffs and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. We don't make the playoffs. How is that received on like blue jackets? Like, you know, like how is that received from us as fans? Are we just going to, it's about effort for me. Right. I, I really think, you know, if the guys are working hard and, and you can see that they're they're starting to build chemistry, then then that's important. Well, but, here's my question. Who do you think will be blamed? Well, it's obvious. It will be Brad it will Larson. be Brad Larson. He yes. will be the first guy to go. That, mm. That's how it is in professional sports. Because nowadays. I know for sure. It's it will not, not be Yarmo. It's, it will not it be will Yarmo. Not be it, him it will not be Yarmo. Unless Yarmo chooses to leave, he has a job in Columbus for at least the next five years, regardless of how. how Yarmo is. He gives me. I don't know if you know. Uh, he's a very. He's a very good. He's our GM, right? Yes. Gotcha. I I, I knew that. I just wanted to confirm. Yep. But also, Kobe Altman is the Cavs GM. Uh-huh. They remind me of each other a lot because they're good smart young gms and they just make like i feel like they just make the right move like they just have a knack for like hey and like the thing with gaudreau was like it was like whoa like it was like he wants to play here Mm -hmm. and it's just like he wants it it even it even took Yarmo by surprise as well. Yeah, he wants to play with these guys. Like, so I just think one thing is this team that we have to be careful about is this team hasn't played together. Uh-huh. Um, again, I think it's going to take 
you might see the team just start to gel like around Christmas time when they start in October. You mm-hmm. know, you could see that. I could see maybe a slow start, but again, not what I'm hoping for. But I yeah. do think it is will be kind of a nightmare for opposing NHL teams to have to go up against Goudreau and Line A. Because for me, like Line A alone was going to sell out nationwide. Yeah. Alone. He is a incredibly exciting player. With Goudreau, like, oh yeah. You like literally like season tickets through the roof. Absolutely. Yeah. Like literally It's gonna be hard to get in the doors. Oh yeah. For it's becoming like Columbus is becoming like and it should be. It's becoming a premier hockey destination. So, yeah. and the fifth line is to thank for that. The fans have been absolutely exceptional through thick and thin. There have been some years where it's it's been pretty pretty empty and nationwide. But you know, as long as we're trying to put quality out on the ice, I I, I think the fans have responded to that pretty well. And there is no better time. And, and we'll talk about this here in a second, but. There is no better time to be a Columbus sports fan than now. With the horizon of the Ohio State football team, uh, like here starting in, what is this, four or five weeks? Six weeks, I think. Six weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, we have the premier college football program in the country. Um, we do. Now, Ohio State basketball, a lot of question marks. A lot of question marks, but... A lot I, of upside. I, I, a lot of upside. Not a whole lot of expectations. They're going to be a young squad. True. But... I don't know. I'm I'm still I need to enjoy the first 5 weeks of f- football. Yeah. Before I can even think about basketball because Chris Holtman gives me a little anxiety. <laughs> um yeah, for sure. And there are there low expectations, really incredibly high ceiling. It'll be interesting how hot his seat gets throughout the year to me because I Especially I've, coming after the after the extension. Right. Like which is interesting because does he he really hasn't Holdman can recruit mm-hmm. don't get me wrong Bruce Thornton uh Bryce, Bryce Sensabaugh, Sensabaugh, yeah. uh Felix Okapara like he can recruit his butt off yeah but I mean listen to me, man he had Liddell for four years or three three yeah it was three. three um never got to the sweet 16 which is just like unfortunate and also like don't get me wrong the NCAA tournament, like, is... It's a fluke. Tough. It's such a fluky tournament. you got to win six straight games, and the competition gets better every round. It mm-hmm. literally gets better. De- regardless of where the team is seated. Right. you got it. You got to get hot mm-hmm. to win the NCAA tournament. And uh, I just... And there's no, there's no pressure to win. Uh, th- that is not the... That is not the program that... Chris Holtman is building. Like that, I don't expect him to win national championships. I want yet. your I want your take on this. I think Ohio State basketball is okay, and by they I mean almost like most of the people around the university are just kind of okay with Ohio State basketball being a good program, while the football program is like elite. Well, yeah, and you know. That has everything to do with finances and expectations from, you know, years past. Like, the Buckeyes really haven't done much since Thad Mata left. Right. And, and you know, he left the he left the program in shambles. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, 
I try to think about them separately, and I, I should know that they're different, but the competitive edge in me is like, I I need them to be... Better than better. what they are. Yeah, and, 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 and I want them to be competitive in the Big Ten. The best college basketball conference in the nation. You cannot prove me wrong. There are some years where the ACC is real tough or, you know, whatever. But... They are the premier ba- college basketball um, conference, um, and you know, I, I I think that I want them hanging around that four, five, six spot in the in the conference, and then uh, eventually competing for for Big Ten championships, and then getting out of the first weekend is is important in in March. I also will say, last note on it, I don't. The expectations are not super high with a bunch of freshmen. No. I think if he goes... But he finally has a seven-footer, and he has two guards that are electric. Are very servable. Very... Serviceable, yeah. not serviceable. And, I mean, other thing, Holtman does work in the transfer portal. Yeah. Tanner Holden from Wright State. Yeah. Sean McNeil from West Virginia. Yeah. Dude's a lethal shooter. Tanner Holden... I'm a, I'm a little nervous on on him because we got Cedric Russell, who was the leading scorer in the Sun Belt last year from Louisiana State. Go Raging Cajuns, um, or not Louisiana Monroe. State? Monroe. No, it, I think he went to Louisiana. Not, Raging not Cajuns Louisiana. is Monroe, right? I don't I don't think so. Mm. Folks, we'll fact, look, we'll fact check look, that another I'd time. I'd have to look it up. Um, um, but, but but he ended up not he played his role, but he was really nothing more than a role player. No. And I'm afraid Tanner Holden's kind of going to be the same way. I have a feeling he'll come off the bench, kind of play that six-man role. We'll probably see three freshmen in the starting lineup alongside Zed Key and... Uh, and uh, Suing. Yeah, Justice Suing. But I don't so, know, man. There's a whole lot to look forward to, and we completely breezed past Ohio State football. This is going to be the most exciting year. Uh, we'll do an entire episode focused on Ohio State football here here in a couple weeks. I know that we said we were going to pop out more episodes, but, you know, life's busy, life's folks, and you'll be fine. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, a whole lot to look forward to. I think the next next on the docket, another exciting sports team in Columbus, the Columbus Crew. Dude, uh, Cucho. Cucho Hernandez. Cucho Hernandez. Uh, four goals in 83 minutes. To but, start out his career. Yeah. Like, I, I, a lot of you are not dialed in to the crew, but you are friends with me if you listen to this and you know how exciting, you know, I am about about all of this. Um, What a time, what a time to be a crew fan, what a time to be a Jackets fan. You know, Cucho has been absolutely electric. Um, We were held scoreless on Saturday against the Revs, Um, but you know what? We can't, we can't have... Did you go? No. Mm -hmm. It was sold out. Mm. They had wow. standing room only. So, and like Nordeck? Yeah. No, no, no. Standing room only in general. Oh, oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. That was for that was for Hell is Real against Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have a question. Okay. Um, how do you feel about FC Cincinnati? Are they like a rival that like gets your blood boiling? Or are they kind of like, eh? Like, I, have, I have a weird perspective because like... I I am in the Nordeck Facebook group. Like I'm I'm really woke with like my crew followers on Twitter and I see a whole lot of negativity and stuff and they're constantly dogging on the FC Cincinnati fans. And and I think it's overblown, but well, at the same time 
it's fun. And so, like, at the end of the day, I could root for FC Cincinnati if I wanted to, but I don't. Right. So, I don't have any hard feelings for them. I like rooting against them. It's been fun. They have been the worst team in soccer, or in the MLS, for all three years of their existence. Now, they're, they look decent this year, which is exciting for them. But they have been historically horrible since their inception into the league. So, See, my opinion is, when I went to UC for the one year, they were just kind of like, again, they're a new team, but they were just kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like people... Like, they got a banging stadium, though. Yeah. They had played at Nippert for a long time. For a while. Um, back when they were in the... I forget what that league is called, but anyways. But, like, people, I feel like from Cincinnati, it's most people. It's like the Bengals, the Reds, might throw in UC, but mm-hmm. also, um, and then, like, FC Cincinnati, I feel like, is just kind of an afterthought. And it's not really, I think partly it's because they're a newer team, and also, like, you know, people... Soccer, just like in general with people, soccer, I feel like, is just kind of on a lower tier. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, well, you know? and, and you're right about, well, obviously because of the success of the Bengals this past season. Right. You know, people are kind of obsessed with them again. Everybody just jumped. Just ravaged. All over the state. All over yeah, the yeah. state, which is really exciting. But the Reds have been the baby of that city for decades. hundred Like, over... I forget how long they've been. I think it's they're close oldest, to 200 years. They're the oldest team in baseball. Yeah, I think they played their first season in like 1850-something. So we're talking like 150-plus, 170 years. So this for a while. A Reds World Series would mean more to the city than a Bengals Super, Super Bowl. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. And, but uh, I don't know about that now because just how big the NFL is and all the publicity that would bring and... NFL's more marketable than yeah. uh, than the... Uh, Especially with the Reds right now. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, if they won a World Series, me, you, Noah B, Spencer Mills would dude, have to go. We would be down there... We would be down Partying. There. And then you got, like, Oktoberfest and stuff in, in Cincinnati, which I've heard is, like, the second... It's got, it, it'll be lit either way. Right. October's a beautiful month for baseball. Sure. <sighs> A little off topic, but I want to ask this. Um, came with a whole bunch of questions because I haven't seen you in a month and a half. So I want to I feel know... like you're gonna put me on like Roe v. Wade or something. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, that's like the last thing I would talk. Yeah, about. folks, this is not a politics podcast. Yeah. we might talk some spiritual stuff, but we are not talking politics. Yeah. Um. So, UC football. Okay. I put them in the Big Ten. Where are they? Where are they in the Big Ten? How there, many How many teams... There are six programs that are better than them. So would you put them seventh? Probably. That's probably around where I, I would. I would put both, especially with the addition of UC, uh, USC and UCLA, I would probably put both of them ahead of Cincinnati. Both? Yeah. No, probably I would not, not. I would not put not, UCLA. Not UCLA. No. But, like, they're, they're close. So... So, Ohio State... Michigan, Penn State. Um, I put Michigan State. Michigan State. I would put Wisconsin. Wisconsin there. for sure. Uh, USC. That's six. And Iowa. 
But dude, I, if, Iowa, I was a coin oh flip. Oh my god, they have the worst quarterback I've ever seen in Spencer Petras. If it, he's supposed to, he's slated to be their starter again this year. He is the most unathletic person I have ever watched play football. Yeah. And I was like bought into them because I was doing the sports gambling thing last fall, and I bet on them to go over. And like I was like, why are we not scoring touchdowns? They don't score. So frustrating. I Kirk pre- Ferentz, he's done a great job with that program. He's been there for like a thousand years. Yeah. So so I I think they would be a mid-tier Big Ten team. I think that's fair. Consistently, yes. Yeah. Like just mid. Like I, they give me like Minnesota vibes. Like where sure. Minnesota was exciting the first year with the bald man. Minnesota. <laughs> Fleck. Yeah. Don't, you don't like Fleck, do you? I, he's a... He's a goof. He, he's like a character for no reason. Like, he doesn't need to be. Yeah. I like Flack. I feel like he, uh... I've heard he's a really nice guy. Yeah. But shout out my boy Thomas Rush. Yeah, for we sure. We both love Tommy. Senior year. Dude, he's like... He... Yeah, he's gonna Dude, be so good. he's... Not only is he a good player, he's, he's a, a genuinely nice guy. guy. Very nice guy. For sure. All the best to Tommy, bro. He... Also, he's Tanner like, Morgan sucks. You know he's Tanner Morgan? terrible. Take him over Pe- Petrus. Petrus? Well, yes, Petrus is the he is the worst Division One college quarterback I have ever seen. Yeah, he, and he's, and uh, Iowa was ranked number one last year. Yeah, for one week, and then they got beat by Purdue. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati, better or worse than Purdue? I'm gonna say better. Most okay. of the time. Here's here's my thing. I, I, I do not want... Because I actually... Spencer, obviously... Spencer could listen to this. And then, you know, hodgepodge people that... I don't know who listens this late into the episode. I don't feel like anyone listens yeah. past, like, the first five minutes. But Okay, here's my thing about Purdue. Purdue will win one or two games a year where people will go, like... Wow! Yeah. They're well, they so always good. have They always have one player that is elite... Yes. It was like Rondale Moore. David Bell. David Bell. Uh, the other running back that uh, tore his ACL last year and who was crazy good. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the year before. But they always have somebody that really takes your breath away. Or, you know, yeah, like you said, they, they knock off somebody good. It, what, they beat Penn State last year in overtime? Or right. that was Illinois. Is that Illinois? Uh, y- somebody. Some, yeah. But Purdue is one of those sneaky good teams. But here's the thing. Purdue will win games they shouldn't, and then they'll lose games. That they should be beating teams by, like, 35. So that's my thing. I struggle with Purdue and also, like, Minnesota is, like, the inconsistencies of these programs. I definitely think, like, you see, like, oh, maybe better than, like, Maryland, IU. uh, A lot of people think Maryland's going to be good this year. A good season for Maryland is, like, seven wins. Am Am I not wrong? No. Yeah. You were not wrong. Not wrong. If Talia plays, though, I think they're better. He played last year. Yes. Yeah. But this would be his third year as a starter. Sure. I think he'll be okay. I, 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 I do think they'll be fine. So. That's uh, Graciano, yeah. right? Or is Graciano uh, at Rutgers? Shiano's at Rutgers. Maryland is the guy from Bama. Sarkeesian? No, Sarkeesian is at Texas. He's at Texas. That's right. I don't know why I said that. Okay. How many wins for Texas? <laughs> Are they in the SEC officially? No. They're still they're in the Big still 12. They're still in the Big 12. But they play Bama week two. Well, chalk that up as a W. I'm just kidding. 
Um, <laughs> here's here's things. Well, they I, still have Bijan Robinson. Yeah, Bijan. Yeah, I don't know who their quarterback will be. Quinn. Oh my God, yeah. that's right. Yeah, dude, actually, they if they eclipse over under eight wins, I think is their probably their their line, right? What I think, think they lose five games, at least. I think they lose five games, probably. I probably slate them at seven and five. Here's I'll give you Dude, their I'll give you no their way. I'll give you their losses. I'll give you their losses right now. Baylor, Oklahoma no. State, OU. Yes, no. Baylor is good. No. Yeah, Baylor. Baylor will be decent. Baylor will probably win the Big Twelve if I had to pick somebody to win the Big Twelve. Oklahoma State is sneaky with Spencer Sanders. He's and, no. I thought he left the program. Uh, He's still there? Still there. I thought he got drafted. Nope. Uh, okay, yes, they will lose to Oklahoma State. Uh, OU. I, I, people are sleeping on OU. I I think... Brent, Who, who's running that program now? Brent Venables. That's right. And he was a good... He should have been a head coach a while ago. Like like five years ago. Yeah. I, I low-key think he doesn't... He got out of Clemson right at the right time. Yeah. Or do you, do you think Clemson bounces back? I think they still they will be the best team in the ACC. The ACC is not very good. Exactly. Yeah. Sneaky team I'll bring up Utah. I think Utah can make a playoff. I literally think they could. They're my sneaky. They'll team. be the third best team in the Pac-12 after Oregon and SC. Yes. That's the thing, man. SC's getting all this hype, and I don't know, man. Bro, they're like transfer portal galore. Like everyone wanted to go there to follow Lincoln Riley, and then they got who's that quarterback? That, uh, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. I, he's like the projected Heisman favorite over my boy. So Stroud. Three of my boys actually. Yeah. Which I I've met Jackson Smith and Jigba and Trevion Henderson, or I've at Where? least I've at least been around Jackson Smith and Jigba. I, I I guess I haven't met him. Where? I have a picture with Trevion at the Duke game, bro. Oh shoot, that's sweet. Yeah. Dude, right. speaking of that, Ohio State's non-conference home basketball schedule, or non-conference Ooh, basketball yikes. schedule in general, is literally... Yikes. I, their premier non-conference game is literally Portland State. Ohio State? Yes. They... At home. At home. They have two decent non-conference games. They gotta go to Duke. Yeah. They have yeah. to play at Cameron Indoor, that and then they play rough. North Carolina on, like, December 17th. Duke's got a new coach, though. Yeah, I they'll be just fine this year. They'll be fine yeah, this year because it's still Shire is he'll be alright. It's still Shashetsky's players. Yeah. Um. Then they got except for they had five players taken in the draft in the first round. That's just. Oh, I'm sorry. Five within like the first forty picks. That's just Duke, dude. That's just literally the. But that team, that team was good, and the Buckeyes took it to them. Yeah. We uh, you remember. Ohio State has had some premier. Like, do you remember when we went to North Carolina and smacked? That was our them? senior year. Yeah, I was going to. Uh, I think it was, it was Jake, Matt, and Casey. We were talking about it in a push, like senior year. We were like, bro, we should get tickets and go. Yeah. Or no, it was Jack. It wasn't Casey. Maybe we were gonna go Fiber. We smacked them. Yeah. I remember that game. Was that Marcus Page? Was that his senior year? Think or was they, that with Kobe? I think Kobe White. Uh, no, no, no. It was Cole Anthony. You remember? Oh, Cole that's Anthony? right. Yeah, it was yeah, Cole Anthony's right. team. Yeah, TikTok star. <laughs> yeah. Who does he um, play for now? The Bulls. Magic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 
Uh, Kobe White plays for them at Bulls, right? Bulls, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think kind of got kind of on the college football trail. Um, we'll talk more about Ohio State football, but do you like, again, I think obviously the expectation this year is like win a national championship. like Or else. Uh, yeah. Or else. Like it literally like it's one of the... Now me, like if Nick Saban does it again, he's the greatest coach. He's the greatest living coach ever. Now I think what I've greatest living coach ever that makes no sense. Greatest, greatest coach of all time. Yeah, I think what I've kind of gathered is Ohio State and Bama will be kind of on a collision course to each other because uh, Bama's got Bryce Young, Will Anderson, maybe the the best offensive player in college football, Bryce Young. Best defensive player will well, definitely wants to win the Heisman Trophy for sure. I saw something, and it was like this guy. It was on first take, and <sighs> it was like you were a connoisseur of that stupid show. No, I, I like Undisputed. I oh oh, I, oh that's I don't, right. I, I'll I'll take I I love Undisputed. Don't like first take. But this guy, uh, it was uh, he was on there, and he was like, a defensive player cannot win the Heisman, and I'm like. Why not? It's not best quarterback award. Well, it has been. It has been, but like, like if uh, like there's been, who is the last Devonte Smith? Oh, non-quarterback. I meant defensive player. Charles Woodson. Yeah, it's just like it's why? been a long time. Yeah. And Sue was the last one I remember. Yeah. Jadavion Clowney, I think, and then Miles Garrett. Did Clowney win the Heisman? No, no, no. Didn't win. Oh, but those were like all, and yeah, neither yeah. did Dominic or Miles Garrett, but yeah. They were they were always up for consideration, but those are the only guys that really you know stand out. To, I mean, Manti Teo ended up in that discussion, but there was yeah. so much extracurricular with him. Dude, uh there's a documentary about him. Is there? Yep, coming out in like next month. So That's still so shady to me. I don't understand that, but yeah, we were like, we were like 12. 10, 10 or 10, 12. 10, or 12 went, you know, all went down. Dude, um, I like thinking back on, those were simpler times. Yeah. Oh, We didn't man. have to worry about anything. like No uh, bills. Yeah. Uh, that was like fifth, sixth grade. It's hard to believe. That was the same thing. time Jameis Winston stole the crab legs. I remember that. And then there was like the whole sexual assault thing. That was a big deal. Jameis is such a funny human being, though. Like he's so Have you? I, I showed you that video where he's talking about like peeing on the side of his house, right? <laughs> no, I'm gonna show you after. You this. should show so me. So funny, bro. That is very funny. So, <sighs> should we jump on our non-topic or our non-sports? Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports. Let's do. Uh, I gotta grab my phone so I can write it down. <laughs> yeah, we doing uniforms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna get our top five uniforms in uh, all of sports. All, all of sports. Yeah. Uh, I will. Go first. I'm kind of just doing this off rip. Yeah, please, um, do. please do. So, should we start with one or five? It doesn't matter. I there. I think it'd be easier for me to go from one. Yeah, do that then. Uh, Chargers powder blue. That's your number one uniform in all of sports. It's sick. What? It's not. It, the, those are those are very those are great uniforms. Oh my god. Chargers uh, Chargers powder blue. Great. Simple, like, oh my God! Doesn't need a lot on it. I want to see. I want to hear yours now. 
No, you keep going. All right. Uh, number two. No, Ohio State's dished out some pretty nice like football uniforms. I'll say. I'm gonna say the Ohio State. You remember? Uh, I like the blackout uniforms. Those are sweet. Yeah, with the we're gonna get a heavy helmets. dose of those this year with the, the the Wisconsin night game, bro. Oh yeah, that's a blackout, and then the the Iowa game's a scarlet out. If I'm, I think I'm correct. I think so. Yeah. Um, so that that would be my number two. Number three, probably keeping it Columbus based. Jackets retro. I really like those. Dude, They're I have that jersey. Mm-hmm. I could give it to you and sell it to you if you want. Since I've lost weight, I I could. I could use a different size. We'll talk. Okay. Um, number four, the, the Grizzlies have some really nice jerseys. They Very do nice. the old ones with the with the bear on it? The bear? That, that, that was where Those I was Those are going. fire. Vancouver. Have Grizzlies. you seen the new Detroit Pistons unis? Jaden Ivey just put it out, There's bro. There's my fifth. Actually? Yeah. The Detroit Pistons, like the Motor City ones? The the horse. Those are... Those, Those are, are fire. The teal? Those are so fire, The bro. teal goes crazy, dude. I agree. Um. All right, what do you got? <sighs> I got some like France's soccer jerseys. Or <laughs> I I like looked that. up soccer jerseys just to just to see. Um, number one for me, like Tar Heel blue. Anything is sick. I love I love. But this is your number one. Yeah, North Carolina basketball. What jerseys. is the difference between that? That is in like powder a, blue. No one gives a. Sh- oh, no one cares. No one cares about the Chargers. You bro. you roasted me for powder blue, and you said Tar Heel blue. It's like the same. Nope. Get out of here, bro. It's like a slightly different tint. Nope. Like nope. Um, number two, number two. I've got to go. Utah Jazz. Purple Utah Jazz purple with the with, with the Rockies with the, with the Rocky or no those no are that's Colorado. Colorado sorry um, uh, with like the mountains yes yeah, yeah yeah and it's got like the well the rainbows the is that the Nuggets that's the Nuggets I like that one too uh-huh. uh any of the old retro jerseys number three for me another retro it's got to be the Toronto Raptors with the dinosaur on the front the red oh, with the pinstripes sick. it's sick I have one of those jerseys what player Vince Carter. Really? Yeah, I bought it like knockoff, bro. It was like twenty five dollars. Mm, that's what you got to do. It was so sick. Mm-hmm. And then fourth, I'm gonna say fourth. I don't know. There's so many good looking jerseys. What about uh, Chargers powder blue? <laughs> Well, to tell you that that never crossed my mind a single time, even though I love LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah, that's what I Dude think was of. Like so him, exciting. Him and, like, Philip Rivers. That's what I, I think of. <laughs> LT, such a dog. Philip Rivers. Is he a Hall of Famer? No. Seriously? Dude, his longevity, maybe. Gonna, what, about, like, what about the amount of kids that he has? But, like, that's it. What about Eli? Eli, Yes. He'd have thrown, like, the two best football teams ever. Oh, my goodness. Dude, how many rings, bro? It's about winning. I know. It's about rings. Phillip Rivers, like, made the playoffs, like, four times. He sucks. Not four times. Not actually four times. Probably, like, seven. Yeah. All right, what's your four? I'm going to have to go another basketball, like, classic, like, 
Boston Celtics, bro. Like, any of their uniforms. Any? Dude, the green goes so hard. Yes. I mean, it's fine. Like, it's fine. That's better than the Chargers, No, it's bro. not. Like that, yes, it is. The Celtics, like, are and then just, like... I'm going, I'm going hockey. I've got... <sighs> Dude... I love I love the uh, the whale or whalers the the whalers uh, the green or the is it the Nordiques I like oh how about uh but the avalanche oh yeah, yeah. the uh, avalanche jerseys are so sick uh, I was gonna say uh, they suck but the coyotes coyotes have yeah, nice jerseys yeah it's it's your oh no no best jersey I take it back move all of them back the best best jersey the Anaheim Ducks. Um, yep. The the retro one that they put out a couple years ago before they put out the reverse retro is literally so sick. I saw another picture of it the other day. I tweeted it out like four years ago when they put it out. Literally, let me see if I can find it to show you, bro. It made me so happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. Oh, I hope so. I wanna I wanna get your uh I wanna get your. It's not there anymore. Uh, so thoughts sad, on this take. Okay. I'm getting a lot of, I get a lot of pushback for it. The Jets. The uniforms? No, no. Or the how, team? How many wins this year? So their division is the Patriots. The Dolphins. The Dolphins. And the Bills. And the Bills. So they win one game in the division. Let me look at their, let me pull up their schedule. How much time do we have? We got a couple. Uh, we got a couple more. Yeah, we're just chilling. Um, Jets schedule. So my hot take is they could win. I think they will win max eight games. Oh my gosh! And minimum are... six. Okay, so they lose the first three: Ravens, Browns, Bengals. They play the Steelers week four. That uh, could be a win. That could be a win. So possibly one. Okay. They take one from the Dolphins. Okay. That's two. They lose to the Packers. They play yeah. the Broncos, who are horrible. <laughs> Russell Wilson's the Broncos figure... are horrible. Russell Wilson will figure it out, but yes, they're terrible. Okay, uh, let's do. Let's be nice. They beat the Bears once. Three. That's four. They beat the Lions. That's five. Five. Uh, uh, they either beat the Lions or the Jaguars. That's it. Six. That's all of their wins. No, five. Five wins. Tops. That is. That is. That is peaking. The ceiling is five wins. Here's here's what I'll say. Zach Wilson, they'll, dog. They'll beat the Patriots once. No, they will not. They will beat the fool. Patriots once. They will you beat fool. and they'll beat the Dolphins once. You fool. So they'll go two and four in division. And then don't dude, I'm telling you, don't be shocked within those first three games. They could pull off an upset. The Ravens, Browns, Bengals. They they beat the Bengals last year with Mike White. Okay. And Zach Wilson's better than Mike White. So uh, say they they could do it. Zach Wilson, dog. Still sucks though. Still sucks. Absolute dog for other reasons. Yeah, if you don't know, you don't know. Just Google it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, um No. The Jets are bad. They are getting there. If their draft picks hit hit like they're supposed to. They they will be good in two years. Yeah. But Zach Wilson is the most 
other than Justin Fields, I think, the most unproven quarterback in the league. You could throw Trevor Lawrence in there too, but I think Trevor Lawrence is still fine. See, here's I would take Trevor Lawrence over both Justin Fields and Zappers. The thing that's tough about all three of those guys is will they be able to overcome their situations? Because their situations are so bad. Well, Trevor Lawrence has the worst situation. I think it might be Fields. I think Fields no might be way. worse. No way! Lawrence no is chance! Lawrence no, in order it goes Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, uh, and they're they're like humping each other. They're super close. <laughs> and then Justin Fields. So you're saying Justin Fields is in the best situation out of all three of those guys? Yes. That is... Wow. That... Trevor Lawrence had the most toxic coach ever. Zach Wilson had the worst constructed roster of all time. And Justin Fields' only problem was Matt Nagy. Okay. And Matt Nagy is homeless now. He is... He, he is... He has no job. If you can name a wide receiver on the Bears, then I... Allen Robinson, bro. He's on the Rams. He got traded? Uh-huh. He's a free agent. Um, if you can name one wide receiver on the Bears. Dude, I should because of fantasy, but I can't think of a single one. They're horrible. They are they're bad. bad. But like their O-line gave up nine sacks last year. Dude, you cannot say anything about giving up sacks, bro. I can't. This year. Dude. This year it'll be bad. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Who's your... <laughs> Who's your, uh, you get the first pick in your fantasy draft, who are you picking? Well, it kind of depends on what the league values oh, yeah, the most. yeah, you're, you're in ours this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. It, well, what, what does that league value the most? Is it points per reception? Yeah, I think we do PPR. Okay, so, hmm. Uh, I'm going, I'm going Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I think, I think that's the right I think answer. I gotta go Especially Taylor. with an offense with a quarterback that can throw the football sometimes. And a healthy Paris Campbell, a healthy um, T.Y. Hilton, a healthy... Um, T.Y. Hilton, bro. I haven't uh, heard that Who's name. their third guy? Uh, Michael Pittman. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Who looked great last year. And uh, a defense that is scary good. Darius Leonard. Yes. T- I, okay. I am very convinced if I was not a Bengals fan, probably be a Colts fan. Dude, How do 100%. You- I grew up a Colts fan, kind of. Mm-hmm. I loved Peyton Manning growing up. I think I would be just such a such a tame organization, such like Jimmer says a problem. Yeah, I mean he's probably top ten most toxic owner in sports. Yeah, but after that the Dolan the Dolans, um, oh yeah, not not the Dolans from uh, Cleveland, the Knicks, James Dolan. Yeah. Yes, uh, terrible. They just run an absolute clown show. Dude, a lot of people want to come for the Haslam's, bro. Haslam's own the Browns. Haslam's own the, uh, the crew. Oh, yeah, they do own the crew. And with all the Deshaun stuff, you know. Yeah, dude. I don't know how many game. games it's going to be. Dude, let's end on, let's end on the, the Sean Watson talk. I, I, sure. I think... How many games do you think it's going to be? Anything less than eight is an embarrassment to the league. You think so? Yes. I'll what say. I think it'll actually be, six games. Being six? Yes. Uh, yeah. That or or all of the owners band together and they're all on the side of give them one year suspension. What I've definite. What I've read is the NFLPA really wants him suspended for a year, 
but I don't think that's going to happen. Why would the Players Association want that? I mean, just uh, that's, the, just, that's just what I read. Just but. for the image? Who's the, yeah. who's the leader of the Players Association? I don't know. That's Typically, it's question. like a... Like, J.J. Watt strikes me as a guy that could be the leader mm. of the Players Association. Heck yeah. He's, like, philanthropist, like, through and through. J.J. Watt, good guy. T.J. Watt, good guy. They have another brother, Derek Watt. Yeah, I'm sure he's a good guy, too. Mommy and Daddy did a good job. Yeah. Uh, listen, I-, I think... I could see four, dude. I really could see four games. I could yeah. see him only getting suspended for a month. And as I look back on previous suspensions... Like, Tom Brady got four. Um, For deflating footballs. Yeah. Cheating, cheating, yes. But they gave Calvin Ridley a full a full year. Have you seen the details? <laughs> it's so stupid, bro. It, I, I am. I understand I, the I, principle. I, I, I understand the principle. I am with, I am with you. I, I'm with you on that. They gave him a year for betting. 1500 bucks, dude. And I know, like, the integrity of the game stuff, and I know that. But, like, come on. Seriously? Like... It's childish. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's one of those things where, like... The suspension has gotten... Like, the games have gone progressively down, and... I don't know, man. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to, we'll have to find out with the rest of the world. Yeah. Everybody's just waiting yeah. now. Like, what is going to happen? So, And it's so... A lot of people are... Never mind. I don't even want to say that. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of Son of a Bix and the Iceman. I hope we... Uh, Hope we provided you with some entertainment and some mental stimulation. <laughs> um, Wish us luck at basketball tonight. Hope we get to pick up a chip. One of us. Maybe we'll be on the same team. Who knows? But Yeah. Hopefully one of us. Uh, again, shout out to people who were mentioned on this podcast. Spencer Mills. Mel Brown. Oh, do you want to do uh, songs? You got any songs? Bro. You got about... Special got relationship that I mentioned earlier has provided me with a lot of good new tunes. But I don't want the world to know about all of these tunes yet. Because uh, I just want to enjoy them. Um, I'm just going to go band in general. <coughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out three. Because I know that I talked about it. but And then I'm going to talk about one other. So, I saw the band Camino in concert before camp back in June. Absolutely electric show. Absolutely incredible. Got to enjoy it with my boys, Josh and Jonah, and then my brother, Mason. It was an, eps- an, an excellent night. I love that name, <coughs> Jonah. Jonah? Good name. Love it. Shout Bi- it out. Biblical. So, yeah. Yeah. Shout it out. Um, um, but then I saw Rex Orange County. He was fantastic. Um, he canceled his tour early, which is, you know, upsetting for the people that didn't get to end up seeing him. But um, yeah, Rex was awesome. Ban Camino was awesome. And then... Um, somebody I've seen open for 21 Pilots before, and I've really just fallen in love with their music. Half Alive is absolutely fantastic. I I think I shouted out two of their songs pr- on previous episodes, but oh my gosh, Half Alive is so good. If you like uh, alternative, like feel-good music, you've probably heard one of their songs before. Um, yeah. Yeah. But. I'll go... Been on a real um, Uzi kick lately, Louis Vert. Yeah. 
just going back through his old stuff, he's still he's still great. Um, especially his old stuff where he was just like in his bag, like you know, in the bag. Um, Kendrick. Yo, Julio uh, Jones just got signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I did see that. What do you think about that? I mean, good for Brady. Sure. Brady's going to get the most out of him. Yeah. He's a goat. I continue with this. Uh, Kendrick, uh, which I will see in concert. Dude, United in Grief is so good. You know, that... that make, I was talking about that song the other day. That lets me know the song is good because you are not a rap fan. Dude, the beginning of it is so fire. With yeah. the gospel suit, like the gospel sound. Uh-huh. It's oh, like, it gets me dialed in. Oh, no, it's like... Uh, I hope you find some tears on mine. Yeah. That's how we should end every episode. We should sing a song <laughs> together. Yeah, but uh, that... Yo, shout out my boy Matt Bell. It's Matt Bell's birthday, by the way. It's a lot of people's birthdays today. Yeah, there's a guy Matt at Bell, Shout out Jordan, uh, Jordan's birthday, too. Zach McIntosh. Yo, shout out Happy Zach McIntosh. I haven't seen him in a sec. 21. Dude, the big one. Uh, also, I'll go Rihanna. Yo, I like Rihanna. Yeah, I like, I like, I like Rihanna. She was like my c- celeb crush for a long time. Yeah, she's got some, she's got some fire tunes mm-hmm. out there, but yeah, but those are our songs of the week. Uh, listen to them or don't. Again. Yeah, chances are no one's actually listening to this, so... If you made it this far in the podcast... Send us a message and just let us us know. Let us know what's up. Literally send us a message if you made it 57 minutes... 57 and a half minutes. Like, dang. Like, you are loyal. You're a champ. You love us very much. Seriously. Or you hate us and you want to, like, find something to, like, beef about. (laughs) I think people literally, like... I, I don't know. They we literally say, said we were going to run short today, and 57 minutes later... We just talk. Yeah, I bro. mean, yeah. This is more of a catch-up yeah. than I mean, it was. We, we haven't like, seen each other in weeks. We literally, like, no, I'm not even... I have not seen you in, like, a while. Yeah. And, like, you're one of those people that I see a lot. Yeah. So when I, like, don't see you for a while, I'm like... Mm. Yeah, I was starting to get sick of you. I was like, man, this Sawyer guy sucks. I like, I need to... Did we... Yeah, bro, we did one before my vacation. That was like a month ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, again, thank you for listening. Um, again, we'll try to do an episode from time to time. We'll just try to. We'll make it happen. We're not making any promises. <laughs> again, not making any promises. But uh, again, when we do, uh, we Enjoy do get it. a chance. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk your ear off. Yeah. You know, like we did today <laughs> about just random crap. Like you know, so. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, Yeah. Peace.